0: morning beautiful people welcome back to the second hour of love babs love talk i wasn't here for the first hour but i'm back here because i want to celebrate my friend kevin walton unmute yourself kevin walton (laughs) so kevin y'all know kevin walton he is the award-winning basketball coach for the men's basketball team and and his day gig is over there with aces doing i would imagine kevin equity and inclusion work uh the epsilon iota iota and the uh Chi Omicron chapters of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Inc. Uh, and All Access Training is presenting this first annual Youth Leadership Summit. So they have workshops, networking, and entertainment, and uh, it's happening Saturday, November 11th, at Wilbur Cross High School, and, uh, and it's going to be a, a a wonderful Saturday. And this registration is for ages uh, 14 through 18. So if you if you've got some young men, Young young men or young people uh, between uh, nine and, a, and one o'clock on Saturday, go and register them. <laughs> go and register them, and and get this: the keynote, the keynote is uh, June Boy, you know William William Outlaw, uh, award winning community advocate. So uh, and you know he always brings the real talk. So might be a good idea if you know some young people to get them. Uh, to cross nine o'clock in the morning to uh, one o'clock, and I'm sure they'll feed these kids. So I'm sure, I'm sure they'll feed them and uh, provide uh, uh nourishment and water. <laughs> so, so Kevin's gonna come on because I I want to know what the thinking is. I I love when um when Divine Nine get together and do stuff like this for the community, and we do it all the time. Sometimes it goes unnoticed and unrecognized, uh, but I think this is a worthwhile endeavor. Uh, and it's and it's uh, and when you see black men come together to uh, to to get young people together, it's a it's a wonderful uh, it's a wonderful uh, opportunity uh, for our our young people uh, to learn from some seasoned uh, men in the community, find upstanding brothers of Omega Sci Fi in the community. So so while Kevin is working on his tech tech issues. And listen, Kevin. Don't you worry. You'll you'll get it worked out. Because I I go through this all the time. <laughs> I have tech issues. I have tech issues all the time, you know. But but I am curious to know what the thinking is around this, and and uh, why now. Did some was something the catalyst uh, for this? Has it been in the works for quite some time? You know. Um, we're about to jump into the holiday season. For some of us, we're already in the holiday spirit. So you know just that kind of stuff you want to know uh what what the thinking was what the planning was uh and 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 if this is first that means there'll be a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth and uh and then it'll become I guess an annual event uh and I and I'm interested in knowing what the entertainment is is about I'm sure it's I'm sure it's entertain entertainment uh geared toward young people <laughs> So, uh, so I'm looking forward to it. And, 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 uh, I did let Tom Breen know, uh, that it was happening. Cause I don't know if you want press or if press is a good idea, but I, I think, I think, I think it's good to let folks know, uh, about, uh, about stuff into, uh, after the fact, and then, you know, they'll want to come next year too. So, so I'm excited. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, it makes me think about the eighties, you know, when uh, uh, there was a lot of uh youth 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 summits and youth meetings, so
1: can you hear me, Babs?
0: Yes, I hear you.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Why? It's all right. I don't know why that that's been happening all week. I do apologize. It's fine. I, listen, I, t- I tell people I have tech issues every
0: day. <laughs> Man, I do apologize. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's fine. All right. So Kevin, the Epsilon Iota Iota chapter and the Chi Omicron chapter of uh, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity, Inc. and All Access Training, Inc. Uh, are doing this first uh, annual youth leadership summit. So so what's the thinking behind this? How long did y'all get decide to do this? What was the catalyst? Can you hear me, Babs? I can hear you.
1: <laughs> All right. I'll try this again. <laughs> so yeah. So I'll talk quick. So thanks for having me. And I think the the initial answer to your question is that, you know, this is something that we've been thinking about for a while. Like we do a mentoring program, Um, our fraternity, they have a, a big leadership conference. But I think um, uh, while we've been thinking about it and doing a little thing, I think the timing of it is um a good the timing right now seems to be right. Um. We just know that there's a lot of disengaged young people out there and, you know, we didn't necessarily need the, you know, the Dalio Foundation report to tell us that we knew that because this, right, because we're in the trenches, we're doing this work. But there are so many, I think a lot of times we focus a lot of the attention on the squeaky wheel, the kids who who get a lot of attention. And I and there are so many other kids, a diverse group of kids who just need just to see. Um, be engaged with uh, people who are doing different things in the community. So for us, it was just an opportunity to get together with some young people um, who and and just kind of share um, space with them about how to build community and, and offer any supports to them that we can.
0: All right. So 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 I would imagine, Kevin, you have a, a scheduled program and cover all kinds of things
1: yeah we do. so um the day' we'll, we'll begin. we'll have a, a light breakfast for the for the attendees, and then um dana uh, d j Dana game will be there providing some music for us as well. um, and we'll you know, we'll have the uh, some speakers. The principal Matt Brown will be there to welcome people as will the older. Um, but then, once we get into the workshops, we have uh, a workshop being facilitated by uh, Greg Johnson, who's going to do uh, a piece on hip hop and housing um, around the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop and kind of understanding um, that the, the hip hop started in in public housing and just kind of breaking that stigma of what might people people may feel about um, uh, public housing and so and, and making that connection. And then we have. One of our young graduates, uh, um, just graduated from UNH, uh, he's going to be doing a piece on emotional intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we have uh, someone doing a piece on communication and then I'll be doing a piece on leadership. Um, and so it, it's that's the thing. We're going to rotate kids through. So each facilitator will get an opportunity to, to speak to kids twice. We also have um, Manny uh, Camacho. Mm -hmm. Um, from Ice the Beef, who's going to give a a quasi uh, state of the youth address. Um, Ice the Beef has been a good partner with us as so has uh, Connecticut VIP. And then um, we'll have a bunch of other invited guests, but also the main, the keynote speaker is going to be uh, um, William Juneboy Outlaw, who is just going to, you know, just kind of tell his story to young people. And so that's what the day is going to consist of. Of course, we'll have some uh, lunch for them as well um beyond the salt food truck will be providing lunch for for our wow oh that's fancy (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) i'm gonna have to ride by just just yeah come come (laughs) true so what is it about this time uh kevin because i mean you could you could do this in the summer but you know here we are in in fall so what what is it about this moment in time that makes this ideal
1: I think it's it's very that's a great question. And what happened was it just kind of the timing of our schedules. But this also Sunday starts achievement week. Um so all through the uh, you know, all all chapters across the country, Omega sci Fiber Training Incorporate, will be celebrating achievement week from Sunday to Sunday. Okay. Um, so we'll be doing sort of activities throughout the community, and then this will be the kickoff of that.
0: Hmm. Uh, You make a good point at the the beginning of the conversation about the squeaky wheel. And we, and, you know, we used to call them the youth at risk. Like we would identify those kids at youth at risk, but I think every kid is at risk. So all the other kids never, you know, all the kids who might be on the fence, who might be in danger of slipping into problems or, or, or just never get looked at um, are often go unnoticed in these, in these larger conversations that we have about how do we, how do we serve youth? and. I like the fact that y'all are thinking about that population of young people.
1: Yeah, and I think you make a great point, right? Uh, you know, um, a while back, Karen and I were having this conversation and, and we talked about all young people being at risk, and so that becomes like an outdated term. Um, and just to have the opportunity to engage, and if you look around, people do, like we have so many people doing great work in the city. Some, and if you break into categories, some are doing intervention, some are doing prevention and others are doing, you know, um, other things. But we we look at it there because I think for the, but right, we all have these experiences though for for the grace of God, but for the grace of God that we're still, that me personally is still here, right? So I can imagine the impact of um, this would have had or the profound impact this may have had on my life had I had the opportunity to engage um with with this level of uh of of successful men when I was 16, 17, 15 years old.
0: Mm. That's pretty powerful. And so have you all identified young people? Like have people called you up and said, you know what, we got a group of kids over here that would be great. Or how like how did you how did you open this up to them? How did they how do they find out? So I, I you know I I think it was a good bad. So first
1: and foremost, you know, we looked at our connection so um, a lot of my kids, a lot of our kids at Cross who play basketball were interested in and in doing that's where we do a lot of our mentoring. So we started there and then we branched out. We wanted to work directly, actually, ironically, with uh, with um, with the Delta's um, New Haven alumni with the dad program. But it, at the time, it wasn't right there. Um, and so we were inviting people using networks in the school system Um you know, youth-serving organizations. But um, we didn't hit as many as we uh, we could have, and I think that was purposely because we wanted to kind of just do a test run. And then mm-hmm. our goal next year is just to have as many youth-serving organizations involved um, come together and make this program just continue to grow and let young people know that folks are here. We're not just about rolling out basketballs and, you know, sports, but we want to ins- we want to um engage kids around um edu- academic science reading math and because we all have a part to play um in in kind of helping our young people um navigate this this world right right now this world is crazy and yeah. we talk all the time like i don't know if i would be able to survive as a teenager nowadays
0: i don't think i think about that too kevin because they they have way more uh The world has way more access to them than when i was a kid like the world didn't have access to me in the way that they do they they have social media so they can connect all over the place from all vantage points uh, and I think I we didn't have that so so you know uh you had to like call somebody on a phone right like yeah <laughs> right right you never know like when you when you call that that
1: phone and that young lady's mother answers and you're like what
0: <laughs> and and you couldn't really have beef on a on a on a on a house phone right like you couldn't call I mean
1: <laughs> right <laughs> you had to click over just to <laughs> beat have with someone. <laughs> Don't oh. bring it in. But, you know, one of the things that we've noticed and and really important is that even where, where I work um, and then also the space at Cross and then in other spaces, what I've noticed is that we have an issue with the way we're interacting um, with each other. And yeah. I'm not going to be at the feet of just young people, but this is the audience we're talking about now. And I haven't seen it. Um, this bad. Just like no, like a lack of ability to communicate, um, a lack of ability to uh, a need to learn how to accept um criticism, how to deal with adversity, um, and I think like the pandemic has just aspirated that. And they we talked about statistically saying that we weren't going, to, we were going to see the impact of academics ten years from now. well we're seeing that now, but yeah aren't really talking about the socialism and the socializing of kids. And I think between um, social media and then kind of this whole year and a half of lost interaction and socialization is starting to play itself out in these arenas with young people, whether it's on social media or whether it's together. Because some of the language that I hear them using towards each other is just not only is it unacceptable, but it's dangerous type of language. You know, I, I, I never really say to my young players, like back in the day stuff, but I do say this in this instinct, like the way they talk to each other is crazy, and some of that stuff would have gotten seriously hurt back in the day
0: yeah yeah i i I don't hear much about conflict resolution uh skill sets anymore. Mm. Um I feel like kids are very, very angry, Kevin, like mm. I, and you're right i i I get to listen to some conversations because I'm in spaces with kids sometimes. And uh, and there's a lot of anger, rage underneath a lot of stuff, and it comes out and manifests in ways and in such dangerous, dangerous life changing ways. And and I and I would say we probably we've always had this, but I don't mm-hmm. hear enough uh, conflict resolution intervention stuff going on. And maybe I'm just not connected, but I don't know. Yeah, I
1: I, um, I think I'm 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 with you. I imagine there are folks out there doing it. Um, and I know right, Connecticut Kine- Jihad's group, Connecticut VIP. Um, they're trained in that type of work. Um, but you know that's they're at the extreme end, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I talk about the ones who aren't about that life, right? As as we say, like the kids who just don't understand maybe the ramifications of not being able to handle a conflict or resolving a conflict, you know, because we tell kids all the time, you can't talk crap on social media and then show up at school and think nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And this young mind, they think, okay, well, I said what I said, it's over. And it's like, no, it's like a thousand people saw you say what you said on social media about this person.
0: And then everybody instigates it, right? And it fades right. into such a uh, 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 a bigger thing. So is that some of the stuff that you're going to at least kind of talk a little bit about with them on Saturday? Well, that's that's the beginning, right?
1: Because this is an ongoing, this is going to be ongoing. And so we're going to, while we have our captured audience at uh, of, of young people at Wilbur Cross, we're going to invite people in. Um, to come and share space with them, hold space with them, share their stories, connect with them, and, you know, also help young people start looking towards the future about what it is that they may want to do when they, you know, get out of school, right? Because we tell them, if you come across, you play basketball, maybe four years, like this is just a, a blip on this journey of life. And our job is to help you prepare along that continuum. And this is the conversation that needs to begin um, whether it's at home, whether it's at school, or whether it's with coaches or whoever adults are privileged enough to be um, engaged with young people. Mm. But it is bad because I know we're talking about young people, but they're getting this behavior from somewhere, and it's going be from us adults. <laughs> and I'm not saying, saying from adults.
0: Oh, no, I, I agree because adults are angry too. I see a lot of people walking around with the world of hurt And don't have communication skills, you Mm. know, I mean, serious communication skills. And, you know, the first thing that you hear is, uh, I felt disrespected, you know, Mm. and then that becomes a fight. Like, that's the jump off point. And it's, uh, it's breathtaking that uh, it'll come to something that can't be undone by Mm. virtue of a misunderstanding.
1: Mm hmm. And, and usually it's a misunderstanding because, you know, people aren't listening. Or like you said, it's a matter of being embarrassed when you're in big groups and not like you feel like you're being challenged and you don't want to look like. And that's that hasn't changed. Right. That's always been the mm-hmm. thing. I think it's just now I'm just seeing that. And I've been doing this 20 plus years. I've never seen it at this level uh, in terms of kids who aren't like really, you know, kids out there doing their thing in the streets or whatever. I mean, these are kids that we're talking about that you would never, I would have never, I've never seen it over the years, but now it's like, it's almost everyone and no one's immune to it.
0: Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty serious because, Mm -hmm. you know, you could always identify the kids who, you know, who could slide to the margins, but for whatever reasons, you know, they were kind of not, not in the streets, but they kind of was adjacent. Now. You know, everybody's got uh some kind of baggage of of uh anger and rage.
1: Yeah. And it just manifests itself in in just kind of on a low level, just the way they communicate with each other, the way they interact with each other. So some of the stuff that um, you know, we'll do tomorrow is just really some use some of the activities that I use when I'm um doing facilitating workshops for for adults, right? In this equity and inclusion space, and it's really um, it, you know interactive conversations, but really about self-reflection, mm-hmm. um, kind of really making us think about you know um, how we impact spaces and 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 things of that nature, right? We said in sports we call them energy zappers, like you have you know those folks who as soon as they come in the room and the whole <laughs> dynamic is they just suck the air out of everybody. You know, we, we're trying to address that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know a bunch of adults like that. <laughs> right, right. So a bunch of adults. So they come in and like, oh
1: god, here we go. Right? I, I, I better be quiet because I don't, I might be that to somebody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so, Kev. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, but I but that's a but that's a very real thing. And and if you don't have the skill set to recognize that, understand that, and to um deal with that. Then it could be it can ice it can escalate into something that could be quite, um um you know life changing and tragic. I, no,
1: absolutely. I I think like you said, you know, so much rage and anger. But I think and not being a psychologist, so not necessarily knowing how that that year and a half off for kids in New Haven public schools, how not being in building in space, socializing with each other, how that's impacting them right now. It's just mm-hmm. like. I see some kids that are just angry, just like ready to explode at the drop of a dime.
0: Yeah, and I, mm. I, I bet you, Kevin, um, because we're paying attention to it now closely. But I bet you, before the pandemic, it was always a simmering pot. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always a simmering pot, and then I think uh, the pandemic exacerbated it a bit. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and I think, and in, in if you and you're in a lot of
0: spaces, so we.
1: Um, especially in education, people tend to say, oh, the teacher shortage is being created because of the pandemic. That's not true, right? The teacher shortage (laughs) was on the horizon um, 25, 30 years ago, right? Pandemic did, it kind of made, it push some people towards retirement and people to retire or or search for new work, right? But that, so we can't blame everything on the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. the pandemic probably exacerbated stuff. And sped stuff up. Because you think about these kids now, these seniors in high school, if I'm correct, they didn't see the inside of a school building until their sophomore year, right? So they left eighth grade, didn't have a graduation, right? Didn't have a, a wrap-up ceremony in eighth grade, um, and didn't see it inside of a building until their sophomore year. Yeah.
0: And even school. then, it was like a hybrid kind of vibe for a minute.
1: Right. So... so
0: if you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, I think that's what we're in. And then mental health has now become a, a huge component of it as well. Right. How many kids are just stressed out for whatever reason? Yeah. Not yeah. being able to kind of uh deal with that level of stress. And so what are we doing? Right. You see the number of kids that are, are vaping, the number of kids that are, um, smoking cigarettes, smoking uh, marijuana, like getting, you know, and again, like it was always there, but I, I see it at a whole different level now. Like, you know, kids will walk, like kids walking down the street. I, I ran into a kid who told me he wanted to play basketball across and he had two packs of backwoods in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, son, how you going to do it? <laughs> he, 14 years old, he was a freshman. He had two so the thing is this, like back in the day, if I had backwards and I saw, you know, an adult come I would have hit him, right? <laughs> he, you put it away. He just was like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. You know, or the number of, you know, if you talk to these, talk to security guards, the number of weapons that they're taking off kids at schools, um, or the number of, uh, of vapes that they're taking, some kids walking into school with um, paraphernalia. So again, Stuff that's always been there. So we're not blaming this on this generation, but I think we're seeing it now. It's at a boiling point and it's all coming together.
0: So, so what do you want the goal of this, um, of this, of this to be? Like what, what, how do you see this growing and developing? I know this is the, the pilot, right? The first, the first time uh-huh. you're doing this, uh, but what do you want this summit to do? Where do you see it? What's the goal, the our overarching goal.
1: So, so ironically, the, the overarching goal is for us as adults to kind of um, re to see how we can fit in and to um, be uh, of assistance to them, right? We don't want it to be where we want the young people to inform what it is that they need um, assistance with or help with. Um, and then trying to put them in a connection, connect them to that. But also the opportunity just for kids to just imagine and dream, right? To think about what can be. And if we have other people pouring into them some, maybe we're looking for that connection to say, hey, like I did corrections for 20 years and I retired this and that. And kids say, oh, I want to do criminal justice. Well, if you're connecting with someone who does that, help them navigate that thing, right? Um, Help young people spell out, um, help them navigate kind of what their future is going to look like. And at the end of the day, we really just want to be connect adults with young people so young people can have, if they need, someone else just to talk to and, and serve in that mentor uh, role for them. So, I, listen, we're not expecting to, to you know change lives tomorrow and or in the future. But what we want to do is just engage with young people and let them know that there are caring adults out there that will, are willing to help them um, in any area they need assistance.
0: And so now, so tell me, so there's two two chapters, the uh, Epsilon epsilon Iota Iota chapter and the Chi Omicron chapter. Tell me yeah. about these two chapters.
1: Yeah, so Chi Omicron um, obviously has been around much longer than us. Um, and some, you know, you know, folks like, uh, you know, Elsie Williams and uh, Marcellus Edwards, um, uh, Mike Fletcher, those are folks in that chapter doing great work. And then in our chapter, you know, uh, we were founded in 1990. And so for the past 30 plus years, we've, you know, we've done all sorts of collaborative partnerships here in New Haven with different organizations um, and just trying to do our part. But we're two chapters in a, in a, in a medium, the small, medium-sized city, but we both uh, continue to work to find where we can be impactful in different um, areas of the community. Um, but we saw this as a great opportunity to merge the two chapters um and you know bring their resources to the table, bring our resources to the table for the benefit of um our young people and our community.
0: That's a that's a it's a great deal of wisdom in these two chapters. No absolutely <laughs> and absolutely. talent to 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 yeah. to uh no yeah. absolutely absolutely so all right well I am looking forward to uh to uh, I, I let Tom Breen know from New Haven Independent uh oh. So maybe he'll send somebody over just to cover a little bit of it. I don't know if y'all want press there, but I figured this is such a such a uh, uh, interesting and necessary uh, uh, time uh, to spend doing this that it ought to be recorded. That somebody ought to capture it. Yeah, I, I would, we we would
1: love. I think I did send him some uh, some information to the New Haven Independent. I don't know if it directly went to Tom Breen, but one thing I will say is that what we're looking to do, um, hopefully this time next year, we can be talking about the fact that all members of the Divine Nine are involved in this endeavor. Oh, right? I like all it. Mentoring programs, we all have access to kids, we all have different areas of expertise. So if we can, a year from now, if we have all of those groups, all nine Bringing their young people together, I think it would be a, a beautiful, beautiful event. I love yeah. it
0: because all yeah. of us have uh, some some sort of mentoring, youth outreach, programming concept to us. So, so absolutely, yeah, that would be yeah. Good. Well, That's the you- goal next
1: year. That's the goal to have like everyone involved do, doing something. Lots of kids um, engaged, and then you know, and then connecting on right. We'll have. Um, Higher Heights will be there tomorrow, um, so so Dr. Schachfelder's group will be there with some information. Um, yeah, and I, I think a couple other uh, folks will be there, but not. And that's the other thing we want to grow as a resource here, so we'll have more opportunities for organizations to have access to young people. Chamber of Commerce will be there tomorrow because we'll be doing a um, we we're, we're, we're engaging in a survey. Right, we've been working around kind of to address. Um, you know, some of the uh, crime in in New Haven and how it's impacting businesses, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, again, trying to target young people. So this is to start there, doing a survey, kind of like what it is that you'd like to see, you know, kind of stuff we've, we've done, but just another way to engage with young people. So we're looking forward to having all of the organizations next year just be a part of this.
0: Okay. I, I I think you've just put the invite out there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I think you just put it out there. So, yeah. thank you this, thank you for your time this morning, Kevin. I oh. I, I am uh, I'm so looking forward to this, and uh, uh and I know it's gonna be a success. Well,
1: thank you very much, and thank you for having me. And um, yeah, we're looking forward. So we're gonna go do some shopping today and get ready for <laughs> tomorrow.
0: All right. Well, keep me posted and feel free to come back on anytime you want to talk about anything. I'd appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Take good care. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Okay. Good people. There's stuff going on. So if you know young people get them over to Wilber cross tomorrow morning and from nine to one, it's a, it's a youth summit and you know, listen, we need to do something with our young people and here's an opportunity for them to uh, be in the presence of fine, fine brothers, uh, fine, upstanding, God-fearing, community-focused, collegially trained Black men, and uh, and if you've never seen that before, go look at it tomorrow. So so thank you all, and uh, I'll be back on Monday. Hey Harry, I hope everything is well with you. And I do. Ha- I believe I do have a guest on Monday, <laughs> possibly, possibly, possibly. I think I do or if I don't, I will. So I will see y'all and uh, and uh, thank you to all that has served our country in memory and in remembrance of uh, veterans everywhere, um, near and far, here and in the afterlife. Thank you for your service. Uh, see y'all later.